0: to Cavancast. I hope you're doing well. I have spent a lot of this week with a dog, so that's good. I also put my hand in my pocket the other day and pulled out my headphones and they did not have a single tangle in them. Not a one. Not a kink. Now, you know, I'm not saying... My manifestation is definitely working, but if there was ever a sign from the universe that things are beginning to work in my favor, I think I might be doing all right, you know. Got some interesting words today, definitely on the vaguer side of things as well, so um, who knows where this is going to go. If this is your first time listening, what up? The the way things work around here is, <laughs> the way things work around here, the way things work around here is that I use a random word generator to generate five random words and then just chat about them while you do whatever. Chill, nap, cook, do gymnastics, I I don't know. Maybe not gymnastic. Actually, maybe. Because um. Like way back when uh, I used to do martial arts and a lot of cardio stuff and often I would use more relaxing like classical type of music uh, to keep more of like a mentally chill pace rather than trying to do very quiet dance music is interesting um yeah when i say classical music i mean video game and movie scores but that's just my thing but it kind of helped kind of helped i don't know i go through phases um recently I, i would i would run uh whilst listening to anime soundtracks and Boy, does that give you some get up and go. I also listened, I ran listening to the the new Bring Me The Horizon record. And um, then I went to see them play that record live. And my body was like, are we running? Are we supposed to be running right now? No. No, Cav, we're, we're, we're moshing right now. That's what we're doing. Oh, okay, cool. But yeah, I think uh, I think my foot is finally healed up enough after tearing the ligaments uh, so that I can run again, which I will go into more later. Not graphic detail, obviously, but, you know. um, And uh, because it wasn't a fracture or a break, as far as I know, uh, I didn't have my foot put into a cast which is the first word. God, I am getting really good at these segues. I have actually never been in a cast for a breakage or a breakage, if you want to give it some pleasure. Um, I have signed a great many casts, but I've never been in one. Uh, I have also drawn a great many obscenities on friends' casts as well. Um, My friend had a back operation when we were younger, and uh, I remember his back cast having something really cool on it, I can't remember what it was though, Um, I'll ask him about it and I'll get back to you, some really cool pattern though, we were saying he should have got it tattooed, and he never did, wimp, Um, I do remember us using it as a sledge though, because it was like the perfect, had like the perfect curvature on it. You know, on like the one day we, we'd we actually get decent snow in this country. Man, one day every like 10 years. Man, I want to go snowboarding again so badly. Um, oh man, I worked with a guy, a uh, really cool guy called Adam. One of like the most funny dry humored people i've ever met and i got to work next to him for like a year very grateful for that so anyway him and i started on the same day and we met on our first morning uh the first morning we were both starting and when we met he had his leg in a cast and was on crutches and i was like oh yeah trying to get sympathy points on the first day i see you i see um so naturally the uh the conversation led to what had happened and uh, he said he'd broken it climbing mount Snowdon, which is a mountain in wales definitely on my list to climb at some point anyway so he was in this cast for like a long time like a long period of time like months I think it was a really bad break. Um, and when it got to the point it healed, after a little while, he planned to go back and tackle it again. Uh, so on the Friday before the weekend he was going, obviously all of us in the office were like, oh, good luck, don't do it again. Woo. He came in on Monday with his leg, in a cast, again. And we could not believe it. We all thought he was joking. But he didn't break it on Mount Snowden. He broke it falling down the stairs the night before he was going to go. I nearly broke something from laughing so hard. I swear to God. It's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. So we all got him a t-shirt and a mug that said, like, I tried to climb Mount Snowden, but all I got was this lousy t-shirt or this lousy mug or something like that. I think he finally did conquer it in the end. But jeez, man. (laughs) Talk about your uphill battle. I'm pretty sure if I ever end up in a cast, it will never be as cool as that. Um, what else? Uh, I can't really top that story. What I do also think of quite quickly when I think of cast is um The Perfect k The Perfect k uh from a Goofy movie. Which, if you've been listening for a while, is one of the movies I know all the words to. Uh, because I used to watch it all the time when I was younger. That may have been on a bonus episode, actually which are available, on my Patreon, at all tiers. Woo! Go and check it out. Gavin Kingston. Uh, Also, thinking about it, okay, here's something funny. I've just realised that when you're in one type of cast, other people do the signing, but if you're in a different type of cast, you do the signing, cause you're in a cast, so you give autographs. Eh? Uh, language. Big brain. And, uh, casts aren't the only thing I've signed. I've also signed paper. The next word. Eh? Uh, uh, loose. That segue was, uh, paper thin. <sighs> Brought it back. Um, so, paper, snow, a ghost. Can you imagine if three of the randomly generated words were paper, snow and ghost? There is some universe somewhere where that has happened. Good for Cavern over there. Happy for you, buddy. Happy for you. Uh, for anyone who doesn't get the reference, it's actually from Friends. Uh, And that feels really good to say, because up until recently, I hadn't actually really seen Friends, which is apparently really bad. And uh, I still haven't seen all of it, but I know enough to understand a lot of the quotes and references. So I can finally feel like not like a complete outcast for once, and I don't have to do that weird smile laugh thing that you have to do when you don't understand the reference but the reference is really funny so it's weird if you just sit there and you don't laugh but now you're laughing at something that you have no idea about and it's so now you're being dishonest uh, it got to the point where with that situation it happened so much that I could recognize the format of that situation well enough that I knew it was friends without having to know it was from friends Does that make sense? That's weird, weird, meta, really meta and weird paper. Are you good at origami? Are you good at origami? Because I, I'm actually really, really average at origami. So I can make a lovely hat, a boat, a nice little boat, and... Pretty banging at aeroplanes, actually, to be honest. Uh, Can make some, get some good, like, air time. Yeah. Can I make anything else? Uh, No, I think that's it. See? Average. 6 out of 10. 6.5. Because my hats are nice. There is something really exciting... Not exciting, exciting is the wrong word. There's something really satisfying about writing on paper, but either either with a pencil or with, like, a fountain pen. This is a personal preference of mine. But my handwriting sucks with, like, a biro. Um... I mean, it kind of sucks anyway, but with a pencil, I'm like, Oh, look at my calligraphy. Oh, look. Look at my swirls. God knows what i would be like if I had a quill. Me and my little feather thinking I'm friggin' Harry Shakespeare Potter. I remember getting an old partner of mine uh, for their birthday. I was really proud of this. I got them custom Bo Burnham wrapping paper. Right... Right, yeah, yeah, top boyfriend points, I know, I know. The present itself was probably ass, but the wrapping paper, oh boy. I was proud, I was very proud. And I very much like that it would still be appreciated, as much as, if not even more today, because Bo Burnham is still heralded as the king, he rightfully deserves to be. I swear there's like a film or like a TV show or something that has, like, it's it's just totally to do with paper or there's something about it and there's, there's like loads of different kinds of paper. And I, wh- what is it? Uh, I'm not going to Google it. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's The Office. It's friggin' Dundla Mifflin. That's poor form. Poor form. I'm not angry at myself. I'm just disappointed. I've let myself down. I've let you down. I'm so sorry, Michael. I actually didn't get into the US office till quite late either. I was a bit protective of the uh, the UK one to begin with. And then I probably watched it and I was like, Oh, oh okay, I get it. I get it. I really get it. Very good show. Very good show. Uh, right, that'll do for paper. Sight. Sight. There's no segue here. What can I say about sight? It's not even sight like... Like, I can see. It's like... Like, building sight. S-I-T-E. Okay, to be fair thinking about it there were lots of abandoned building sites near where i lived when i was growing up uh that we definitely used as like playgrounds that we definitely shouldn't have been using as playgrounds um and we shot like well we shot what we thought were were loads of um cool skate videos and like music videos and stuff which i'm sure must have looked lame as hell but we thought they were cool at the time, and we loved doing them because there was there was nothing to do around where we we were growing up, so we made our own fun, you know. Weirdly, considering that was my childhood, I, I've not really done much like urban exploring of stuff since since I've gotten older. Um, I kind of feel a little bit like, don't disturb the ghosts, you know. I how would I like it if someone just flounced in? to my house when I was living there. I suppose living is the key word there, actually, isn't it? Okay, screw them. I'm going to find an abandoned mansion. (laughs) Let's go. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. That's from uh, Casper the Friendly Ghost. It's actually a really good film. I need to go watch that again. It's from Ghostbusters. Please, please don't think uh, I think that that's, that's from Casper the Friendly Ghost. I know it's from Ghostbusters. It was a little jokey joke. Um, site, site. There are a few sites that I'd quite like to visit. Um, because I'm interested in one the history, uh, but two like the like the energy surrounding these places places like like ground zero in new york city that hold such intense history that i feel like there is a particular energy around places like that i don't know maybe i just i'm kind of hesitant to venture into that territory but i'm also very curious at the same time so i don't know maybe massive like construction sites have also always interested me as well, because like, I don't know, I don't know what it is in people that makes them just go, see big thing, want to climb. Maybe it's not everyone, maybe it's just me, but um, like anytime I see a scaffolding or something like that, I'm like, yeah, I could climb that. Why did I turn into Sylvester Sloan? Yeah, I could climb that. (laughs) Why did my voice do that? Anyway, is it like a view thing? Like you just want to, maybe it's a higher ground thing, like a survival thing, like a scoping out the environment type deal. Maybe that's it. Just really evolutionary, evolutionarily built in. You know, like the butterfly thing I was talking about in the previous episode, still a really cool fact. If you haven't listened to the last episode and you don't know my fact, it's about butterflies and genetic memory and how much is written in DNA and code. Go listen to it. It's really cool. Oh man, I don't know. Website? What was the first website I ever went on? Cartoon Network, I think. Cartoonnetwork.com. Yeah, it was like Cartoon Network or it was Disney or, or something like that you know i quickly descended into uh, buying swords off ebay in a very short time frame but there was there was a there was a brief moment of innocence there right at the beginning that was nice i mean right at the beginning what was what was the first website what was the first website the first web page went live on august the 6th 1991 30 years ago whoa It was dedicated to information on the World Wide Web Project and was made by Tim Berners-Lee, respect. It ran on an, so it says NEXT, but it's all in capitals except the E, so it's N-E-X-T, N-E-X-T, it ran on a NEXT computer uh, at the European Organization for Nuclear Research, C-E-R-N. Um. Http colon slash slash info dot cern dot ch forward slash hypertext forward slash w w forward slash the project full stop html is the first website ever. Wow, and it's it's like it's so simple. It's just text, and it just says, The World Wide Web, brackets W3. Oh yeah, dude, just look it up on the W3. Uh, Is a wide-area hypermedia information retrieval initiative aiming to give universal access to a large universe of documents. I think it's done there. That was the aim. Now we have TikTok. That's a crazy thought. Everything there everything there is online about W three is linked directly or indirectly to this document, including an executive summary of the project, mailing lists, policy, November's W three news, frequently asked questions, and more. And then there's just a list of hyperlinks with a load of information. That's crazy. Thirty years ago. Thirty years ago and now we have TikTok comment sections. Um moving on. Or <clears throat> changing the channel to a different word. It's channel. Channel is the word. Ha ha ha. The temptation to put canned laughter in this is extremely high. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Channel. Channeling. Channeling. I am channeling real good vibes to you right now, bro. You feeling that? you feel it, nice, right, nice, enjoy those vibes, bro, they're premium, premium vibes, ooh, that's interesting, okay, premium, I had this thought ages ago, and I've been waiting for a time to talk about it, and that time is now, now is that time, ooh, this is exciting, okay, so basically, Let's see if I can word this in a decent way. Basically, it's an analogy for, like, practice and discipline and and just putting effort into things, but it can can be applied to a lot of things, I think. Um, So putting in maximum effort for something or practicing anything loads is like paying for a premium service for a connection to say, the internet or cable or whatever, really. The more practice and effort you put in, the better the connection you're likely to have. And equally, if you don't put in that much effort, it's like paying for a lesser service. So so you can still do that thing and you still have access to that thing and it'll still work, but the connection or the results will be like less consistent, less good. You won't get as much from it and it'll be more prone to screwing up. Does that kind of make sense? It's not one of my best. What I will do is structure that more because this is just, you know, me word vomiting for half an hour. Um, I will do, I will structure that a bit better and I will talk about it properly. Yeah, I'm going to do that, but hopefully that kind of makes sense. Enough for you to kind of run with and go, Oh yeah, that's kind of cool. <laughs> and that's all I aim to do. I've definitely been more eloquent in the past, but... That's all good. Part of me really wants to swim the English channel. Because people do that. You know? For anyone that doesn't know, the English channel is like... Okay, screw it, let's get specific. Google... The English Channel, also called simply The Channel, is an arm of the Atlantic Ocean that separates southern England from northern France and links to the southern part of the North Sea by the Strait of Dover at its northeastern end. It is the busiest shipping area in the world. It is about 350 miles or 560 kilometers long and varies in width from 150 miles at its widest to 21 miles in the Strait of Dover. It is the smallest of the shallow seas around the continental shelf of Europe, covering an area of some 29,000 square miles. The channel was a key factor in Britain becoming a naval superpower, and has been utilised by Britain as a natural defence mechanism. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, So I used to think it was massive. Like, I thought it was a sea. I thought it was like a massive thing that would take hours to cross. Um, And we went on a school trip to France, and it was like an hour and a half to cross, something like that. And we were all like, is that it? Are we done? Are we there? Did we teleport? Guys, did we just teleport? But no. But even though, you know, it didn't take hours, it was still an hour and a half in a ferry. And people swim that mother trucker, dude. And I kind of want to. But now let's look at 26 things you probably didn't know about swimming across the English Channel. Okay, I don't think we're going to need 26 ways to put me off. Just a few is fine. For a swim to be officially recognised, you must not be assisted by any kind of artificial aid. And you are only permitted to use goggles, one cap, so obviously my cap with baby odor on it, that'll give me good vibes, uh, a nose clip, ear plugs. And one costume. <laughs> oh, the possibilities. Oh, that must be sleeveless and legless. So limiting. What's even the point? If I can't do it in full Captain Jack Sparrow attire, what is the point? Uh, swimming the channel is not cheap. Oh. And will set you back a few thousand pounds the largest chunk of which goes towards a registered pilot and escort boat up to 2,750 quid. No, I'll just pay my mate a Tanner to come over in his dinghy. That's fine. No, if it's going to cost me that much money, that's me out. There are so many chicken nuggets I could buy with 2,750 pounds. I could buy Halen so many cool things. Halen is my van. Yes, the name is amazing. Oh well, nice thought while it lasted. I like Cartoon Network though. Just speaking to channels. My nan had cable, so I used to like going around there. I got Fruit Pastels and Ed, Ed and Eddie. So I was set, man, I was content. You know what else I used to do a lot back then? Skate. The final word of today. So, I used to skateboard well, I still do, but not as much, and snowboard, but skateboarding was my first love, and I really did love skating. I really do love skating. I think skating was my first addiction i was I was in love with the freedom of it, the pain of it, the community of it the create the oh definitely the creativity um I think i was really I was really blessed to find skating at the age that I did in fact at any age if you discover something like that it 's really good, um especially skating because skating has no age limit. I think a lot of the things that we think have an age limit really don't and, and skating is one of those things, even now, when I get back on a board despite tearing the ligaments of my ankle after <laughs> after bailing from like the simplest trick you can do on a skateboard because i didn't give my body a chance to warm back into it um even now when i get back on it all of those feelings come rushing back without a doubt happens every time i don't want to stop no matter how tired i get it doesn't matter i want to nail the trick i want to do a bit more i want to go fast i want to sweat i want to like, I want to fall off. I want to feel it all. It's it's a real, real passion and love I have for it. I absolutely love it. The skating community is also one of the most welcoming I've ever met. I think I've seen more acts of kindness from skaters than I've ever seen from anyone else. Might be a little bit of confirmation bias there. I'll admit that. Not going to lie. Um but I still reckon it's true. And skating's like the definition, the dictionary definition of learning to get back up again when you go down. And like, and like hardwiring that mentality into yourself over and over again. Okay, I'm going to leave you on this story. And it's fantastic. Rodney Mullen, who's known as the godfather of skateboarding, invented most of the tricks that you've heard of like the kick flip, the shove it, like all of these globally well-known tricks bailed so many times over his decades-long career of, of skating that his leg and his hip joint had so much scar tissue. It was likened to the amount of scar tissue that people get when they get in front-end car collisions and their leg goes back into the hip joint and they basically fuse together and he could barely walk, and he was told he's definitely never gonna skate again. Um, He decided not to believe it. Even being told that by very, very well-educated doctors, he decided not to believe it. and was given, like, a tool to, like, work away and, like, break away at the scar tissue. And I remember he said it, it broke away like, like dried gum, like, it, that's how it broke. And um, and after about 18 months of like digging away at his hip joint, finally one day he heard this massive like clunk in his hip joint and his leg suddenly went from what he said felt like a stick shift gearbox to like a proper ball and socket again. And he was fine and he could skate again because he had that mentality That if you just keep trying and do not give up, you will get to where you want to go. This is true for most things. Every time a skater bails a trick, falls over, hurts themselves, and gets back up again to try again, they are overriding that voice in their mind that says stop, don't do it again. Granted, that was the reason... He ended up there in the first place. But the mindset of never giving up will take you further than anyone thinks is possible. That's the takeaway. And with that, I will leave you for this week. I hope you're feeling chilled. Well... Slightly, at least, anyway. After that, I got really excited when that word came up. I could literally, I could do a whole, a whole episode on skating. I might do. I might, I'll just do it on my YouTube channel or something. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. You can find more chill content from me on my YouTube channel or on my Patreon and all the socials. It's all Calvin Kingston. You know it. And I would like you to take care of yourself, treat yourself well, and I will speak to you soon. If you fancy leaving a review as well, that'd be grand. No pressure though. Okay, speak to you soon. Bye.